0: Stay in the know with Radio 2000 podcast. We decided to celebrate queer focused children's book author, Teho Fatso Leho. I hope I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> That's correct in Fantastic. Demby. Now, Teho, right? Yes. Authored Sipos pink dress after coming to the realization that there is little to no queer african literature more especially for children and uh welcome to the show
1: thank you so much indumbi for having me i'm just super super excited uh it's a very beautiful moment to be kickstarting international pride month with this interview and i feel like it's it's much needed
0: definitely definitely first things first to be different is to be you. Now, these are the first words I read when I went through your profile. Now, you can relate to being labeled different. How did your journey inspire this creation?
1: So, oh my goodness, where do I even start? I mean, I've heard that word so many times in my life mm-hmm. that, you know, it, 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 it sort of like becomes a part of you. And hence why I wrote the book. I mean, starting from when I was growing up, I was raised in a very traditional family. Yeah. And not only were they traditional, but they were also um, um, religious, right? Mm. So, and when we speak of those two systems, they sort of like make you feel as if if you don't adhere to a certain standards then you are the black sheep of the family. And I, as a gay man growing up in that type of setting or that type of immediate family, I felt as if I was different because I didn't adhere to what was preached by by the pastors at church and what was preached by my parents in the house. Um, not only that, you now move to school. When I went to primary school and high school, same the same thing happened where you would obviously go to school to sort of like educate yourself and socialize yourself, try find yeah. yourself as an individual and in how you see yourself. But when you get there and you find that the other children consider you to be different because you uh, express yourself in a certain way mm-hmm. or you speak... Um, in a certain manner and if they don't think that you adhere to the heteronormative or if you don't adhere to the duality that they see the world in then you are still considered to be different and I mean both in high school and uh, primary school I was considered different because I was gay Mm. Um, and I mean Hence, why the book again to say that I didn't want the, the the next generation to experience the same thing of being ridiculed and called it different. I mean, if you were to look up the word "different" on a dictionary, it will tell you that. Um, being different is being unusual. You know what I'm saying? sort of like a demeaning and derogatory word. Um, But in the book, uh, we find that even the languaging changes so that um, 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 Sipo, who is the protagonist on the story, sort of like feels... Are good about themselves and they know that they are not different. Mm. There's nothing wrong with them. They are just them and they should remain that.
0: I wanted to find out did you resent the word different? Uh, did you hate the fact that you were in actual fact different and everybody kept on saying but you're different you're yes. different. So I'm sure you you you, you started resenting I did. that
1: word. I did. I did. And hence why I'm saying languaging is very yeah. important because if we are going to put meaning behind uh, the word different, it's in how you, people say it, right? It's in the tone, it, yeah. it's how they say it and the meaning behind it and the intentions behind it. How they would say it would be like, oh my gosh, you're so different. Uh You are unlike us. And I mean, I'm just a child, mm. right? I'm trying to find I'm trying to find a sense of belonging. I'm trying to find a family that I can trust, especially in a school environment where you would expect that your peers and your teachers will be people that you will respect and sort of like uh, lean on. Mm. And when that happens, then it becomes a problem. And hence why we see a lot of uh, our queer uh, 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 individuals today facing a whole lot of like, mental issues yeah. is because of how we are treated and the abuse, the verbal abuse that we go through uh, uh, using words such as uh, different. Mm.
0: You've channeled all that energy into this incredible book. Now, professionally, you are a journalist and uh, this side of you is connected to your journalism. So, all of that emotions, all of that energy put into this book, where did this start, the journey of penning down sipo 's uh, pink dress?
1: Yeah, it took a lot of research. I mean, I, I've worked as an investigative journalist for the past five years. Mm. And in that... I believed that I was a social activist in how I I would present my work, even as an investigative journalist. For example, I did a story uh, called Transmedical Rights, which looked at the rights of uh, uh, transgender individuals in South Africa and in them accessing uh, basic Mm, health care. And when I did that story... um, I got a shock of my life when I realized that we only had four public hospitals which, uh, which offered uh, gender-affirming services. And it was even worse when I went underground to sort of like test the system to see if those four hospitals really offered the services. And I mean, medical practitioners, medical practitioners would be like, um, gender-affirming surgery, what's that? Uh what does that mean? I send this into Zama gay lana go to a clinic, you know? And I mean it was really bizarre to hear a medical practitioners say that uh on cam and not understanding the type of services that, that they are meant to be providing to transgender individuals in South Africa. So out of the four hospitals that I uh, tested, only one only one way they uh, sort of like understood what transgender means and gender affirming surgery meant and I mean it was really disappointing and it was through all of that uh, that I realized that we needed education and hence why I felt like uh, queer um, um, literature and especially queer African literature was important Mm. so that we educate people even those medical practitioners Who feel as if who one would expect them to understand what being transgender is, so that when they read such literature, at least they have that. Um, education and they sort of like understand what it means to be transgender and what is it uh, when we speak about gender affirming surgery, for mm. example.
0: The book in and of itself, I mean, I've seen it. It is a, a, a really loud stand, you know, uh, even the, 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 the image, uh, the illustrations yes. on the front cover. Uh, talk to me about the creation of yes. that. Was it deliberate for it to stand out and to be bold and to be in your face?
1: hmm. We desperately need to be represented as the queer nation and as gender diverse people, and I mean we've seen uh, post-apathetic era the emergence yes. of uh, black African uh, literature, yeah. but it's not enough. We, I mean, I looked up uh, books such as "Sipos Pink Dress" and I literally couldn't find anything books that are written by uh, queer authors black queer authors for queer people and I, I could not even see that and when I partnered up with this amazing illustrator by the name Kamogelo Molefe we made sure that we wanted to represent our people gender diverse people and it's even how Sipo looks in the picture, mm. uh, in the illustration mm. and how they present themselves yeah. they are very complex they are very uh, ambiguous and I mean People like that should be celebrated. People like that should be allowed to be themselves and they should feel as if they are seen. Sipo, uh, for example, was assigned male at birth, but they do not feel as if they are male. They do not feel as if they are female as, as well. And that's a narrative that we do not see, especially with black authors in South Africa and in Africa. And I was very intentional with the brief as well when I gave it to the illustrator Kamohelo. I said to them, listen, this person doesn't identify as female and neither do they identify Mm. as male. Mm. We should have them um, look how they are meant to look and present. I remember we had a, a fight with Gamo when they sent me the first um, illustrations and I said to them, um, I feel as if they look a bit too masculine. Mm. But immediately after I said that, I realized that yeah. I myself was wrong to go. dictate, yes. right? Yes. How they should look, how, how how more masculine they should look or how feminine they should present. And I said, actually, Gamo, let's leave them as they are because this is who they are and we should respect them.
0: Mission accomplished because it is very Mm eye-catching and it does draw your attention to the book. Now, who is this book aimed at? aimed at. yes. Is it for a parent who can see that the child is different? And I'm using that word uh, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word. I still need to educate myself to choose the correct words, right? Um, Is it aimed at a parent who can see that my child is different? And maybe let me gift them this book so that they can um, be reassured that it's okay to feel the way that they feel. Or is it aimed at, you know, the little boy inside, uh, you know, a a, a, a queer member who wished that they could have read such literature when they were a whole lot younger. Their lives Mm. would have been explained much Mm. better. Mm.
1: Uh, When I wrote the book, my intention was for all the people out there to see themselves in in this book and in these colorful pages. That was my main um, goal. But now I realize that this is even beyond as is queer children, yeah. seeing ourselves. So when I um, uh, started researching and trying to write this book, I wanted it to be, um, my main goal was to make sure that children who are gender diverse and are gender non-conforming, they see themselves in this book. Yeah. But um, in the initial stages of writing the book, I sent it to a colleague's uh, 12-year-old son who uh, 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 identifies it as heterosexual. Mm. And their review was that this book makes me uh, think about what I say to the next person. Oh, that's beautiful. This book um, makes me more open-minded. And that's when I realized that this book was just even beyond it being read Incredible. by gender-diverse children and de- gender-diverse individuals Um for me i just felt we had won with 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 the book and when they said it makes you think about what you say it almost made me want to cry mm. because i could i could even remember myself needing someone like that yeah. to say that to me growing up you know and if they themselves feel as if it makes them think about what they say and i'm sure they won't even if if they were a homophobe, I'm sure after having read mm. the book, now it's sort of like changed how they feel about uh gender diverse people and queer individuals. And it is meant for everyone who is just uh wanting to learn and educate themselves with regards to being gender diverse and our identities as a people. And I mean it it, it is for a mother and I feel like Uh, For children who are even younger, who still need their parents to read the book for them, this will be a beautiful experience. It will be a beautiful bonding Mm. session for both the mother and the child to learn about themselves and also unlearn some of the um, uh, lessons that we are sort of like. Uh, They're sort of like shoved down uh, our throats whilst growing up using systems such as Christianity and these other religions as well as tradition. And I feel like it's a a book that will sort of like change the culture Mm. that we are currently seeing ourselves in. And it's a book that is aimed at also combating bullying at school, mm. which is a very important thing uh, because we are seeing a whole lot of children who are suffering from mental health issues and who are committing suicide because they feel as if they are not seen and they are not heard, uh, and let alone just the fact that they are being bullied at school, which is not, which is something that's not supposed to happen. So this book will be a very powerful tool. Uh, and a weapon that will help us uh, as a nation combat those social ills that we are seeing on the ground.
0: I like the word that you used, as a weapon. Now, where do we get this weapon? Where do we get this <laughs> book? <laughs> so this
1: powerful weapon is available through me. Uh, I am a self-publishing author. So uh, you are able to reach me on my social media pages, which is Tsiho uh, and you are also able to follow Sipo's uh, Pink Dress, which is Sipo's Pink Dress on all social media platforms as well. The book is available for pre order and it goes for 175 and we will be bulk printing as soon as possible. So everyone who's willing to get the book, they are able to contact me on my social media as well as my number, which is 78
0: Repeat that number again. That's
1: a 78 865
0: Wonderful. And we can go to social media as well Definitely. and send you a DM to sure. order the book. Is yes. there going to be another one? Because Definitely. Okay. okay. <laughs>
1: Super excited about it. I've actually <laughs> finished writing the sequel. cool Oh, call. wow. <laughs> it's a beautiful book. And uh, it's more based on the family unit. and It's just dismantling a whole lot of concepts. And I think people will love it. We it's, are definitely having a sequel to it.
0: It's definitely needed. It is definitely needed. Tacho, thank you so, so much for joining us on Radio 2000.
1: Radio 2000 Podcast.